Yep. You guys ever just like witness something horrible and then like go and record a podcast right after it? Yeah. I mean, just now. That's what's happening right now. We just watched. Um, what's the, the guy's name? Uh, how to drink. I appreciate the new <laughs> how to drink too. That was an excellent burp. That <laughs> was a very nice burp. But yeah, so here we are again, back in uh, my bedroom. Hi, hello. Um, is that a Game of Thrones hat that you're wearing? Yeah, it is a Game of Thrones hat that I'm wearing. That's a cool crest or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, the. Uh, yeah, it's how to, it's a it's a we're we're watching it. Oh no, mm. the channel called we're good. Give me one second. It was a channel called How to Drink. We it's not his most recent episode, even though I thought it was. Oh, it actually came out a month ago. I basically just got an ad for it. Basically, watching a, an episode of How to Drink called Cursed Cocktails, mm-hmm. and I keep I'm so used to it being over there that now that I moved everything and it's over there. Yeah, I know it is kind of weird. Look straight away and like the brightness is already all messed up. So sorry about the reflection. I'll fix it eventually. Sorry for sneezing. <clears throat> just ate a bunch of curry rice in my dude. Nasal, so did I. Yeah, my nasal dude, passages are like violent right now. <clears throat> yeah, so a lot of sneezing, a lot of sniffing. Really, cl- really clears out the sinuses. Yeah, but now that my liquefied sinuses are starting to like congeal. Yeah, congeal. <laughs> oh, that's such <clears throat> a terrible word. It's really, it's really itchy. So you know how some people don't like uh, what is it? The word moist. Yeah, moist. Like. There's a lot of people that just have like an irrational hatred for that. <laughs> of the word congeal. I think congeal is maybe that word for me. That's just such a disgusting word. I mean, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> but but so, any okay. word is good if if it's used in the right <clears throat> spot, you know. Sometimes you're like, damn, that was a good, <laughs> well-placed adjective. Yeah, so... That's a verb, actually. Congeal. Whatever, though. Yeah, but either way... Uh, cursed cocktails. Yeah, we were watching cursed cocktails, and he, it was some pretty horrid shit. The the one that I, think, <laughs> I don't know if this is the one that you would consider the worst, but it's called the uh, smoker's cough. That probably was. <laughs> it was a shot of Jägermeister with a healthy dollop of mayonnaise in it. God, it was, yeah, just go watch that for yourselves if yeah, you're just, interested. It, it, it's, there was also a. Um, what was the first one called again? Uh, beef fizz. Beef fizz. Terrible. That one didn't even have alcohol, so like, <laughs> it was just <clears throat> c- condensed beef broth, yes. lemon juice, uh huh, and ginger ale. Yes. It. And then you just mix that together, and you know, have then a, you're cursed. Have, have fun. Have fun, basically. And enjoy your nightmare yeah. that you decided <laughs> to drink. Enjoy the high sodium. <clears throat> thing that you've just decided to inject into your system and then the, the middle one because there's three and we already yeah, mentioned smoker's yeah, cough yeah. which the, is the last one the middle one was uh are we oh. even allowed to say it? uh we're not going to say that but it, it would be the uh the ejaculation of a yes, horse the ejaculation of a horse and it consists of 50 50 beer and milk <laughs> and that's it that's it that's mm. it. You just mix. You just pour. You're supposed to layer it, but the milk just sinks. That was the least offensive one. That <laughs> was yeah. However, the name is perhaps the most offensive, yeah. and I still wouldn't drink it, even if someone said that they would yeah. shoot me in the head. <clears throat> yeah. So here we are, recording it again. What is this? Two weeks in a row. Mm. Don't know if you're gonna see this mm. when we record or when you're gonna see this, but you're yeah. gonna see. You'll see it. You'll see it. At some point, 
<clears throat> Dalton is now uh, Dalton is the uh, master of deciding when this goes up. The master of puppets. Yeah. So uh, last last episode, if this goes out in the order that we think it's going out, we discussed what the dead men say. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll professionally like adjust this over a little bit, just get you a little more like centered here. Okay. Okay. There we go. We're figuring it out. I reach. I, it's fine. I changed around Should my. Should I move like this so that I'm oh, like yeah, more that's... facing the? Yeah, that makes a little more sense. But basically, yeah, I. Yeah. Ooh, wow, this actually looks not bad. Yeah, we're figuring it out. I haven't finished cleaning. You can see all my comic books and shit I bought in the past twenty-four hours sitting on my my bed. Yeah, we are no by no means professionals. No, we're not. We're not professional. One day, yes. one day we will set this up a little better, and I'll like have my screen stem so I don't go to reflections, but. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Spare, uh, not spare bedroom. In the bedroom. The only bedroom. Well, besides my roommates, which is over there. So, yeah. Uh, if you have three, I'd probably live here. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. I want to get a new place. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so we'll figure something out. But, yeah, so we're... Dude, what if we brought the podcast to the people from a new bedroom. Yeah, from a new bedroom. Or not a bedroom at all. A dining room? Ooh, that would be Ooh. interesting. Okay. Game over Greggy style. Yeah, well, uh, we'll figure it out. From the old days. Greg. Only the re- only the OGs remember <laughs> when Game Over Greggy was in the spare bedroom. In the spare bedroom and <sighs> Oreo oration was recorded in the kitchen. And very and very rarely did they use the uh, <clears throat> the, the rare dining room table like with their critical role yeah. crossover episode. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, what? yeah, there's a Critical Role crossover episode. Uh, what? Matt and Tim ran the game as dual DMs. I'm gonna have to watch that now. Oh yeah, it that's was, amazing. It was wonderful. Uh, <clears throat> Nick played a halfling mage named Nick the Mage. Yeah, it's it, it's wonderful. That's yeah. awesome. But uh, yeah, so last time we didn't really like talk too much about just like bullshit, but here we are bullshitting because. A lot's happened in the world. It's been several months. Some things have happened, and we just wanted to gush about one of our favorite albums right now. Yeah. And we did. And you'll hear that when or watch that when you watch that. Whenever that is. Whenever. Yeah, but today we don't really have a, a topic in mind exactly. It's just kind of yeah. hanging out. <clears throat> hanging out. But I know... Uh, one thing for sure that uh, I know both of us have kind of been messing around with you a lot more than me is a game that I'm sure most of you've heard about called Ghosts of Tsushima. Dude, I love that game, and I've beaten it twice now. Yeah, I need. I started streaming it. I've only I've streamed every every time I I played the game. I haven't streamed it in about a week. No, yeah, about a week. Yeah. So, I'm going to get on that. I have some vacation time coming up. I'll probably stream a lot more. i just been busy the past week, and it's not like... Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to join that second stream. I was just preoccupied with some other stuff, so... Yeah, I, I want to try and, like, find a nice schedule to where yeah. I can stream, and, like, I know, like, you or someone else will be free just to kind of yeah. hang out and basically try to look at things that I don't have control over, because I know I have, to, I have to fix a lot of things, like, see if I can fix the, uh lag a little bit because that lag was super bad between me and the stream but i think that's just how it is i think there's could, always that yeah lag. like maybe like the built-in delay yeah could be and i know there's all like I, I had a bunch of issues starting up because i know when we, we basically winged it when we streamed it after the podcast that one night and it just went flawlessly yeah the, the, ne- the next night complete complete mess 
I think it also was my, partially my <clears throat> fault because I was trying to get it to where uh, OBS would also play through my headphones. Oh, okay. Whatever, I was, so I could hear the game without just focusing on that so I can actually yeah. hear it. And I might have messed up a couple of things, but I think I fixed it. Last I know I fixed it, so we'll know for sure. Like, I, I it, it was working, so we'll know for sure next time turn it on start streaming and I know uh, basically it's called, God it's been more extensive because I like doing it and basically because I know we've always talked about like doing some co-op stuff and yeah and I would still really like to yeah I had like I had a fucking mm. name for a show or a stream I just can't remember it now it was really clever it had like a nice play on co-op yeah uh, I guess we could you know remember it another time. Yeah, I'll try to remember it. I don't know. I'm just kind of breaking up because we're, like, talking about it. But, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Because I kind of remember that, too. Yeah, but Ghost of Tsushima, wonderful. It is uh, open world, but I kind of want to say more sandbox than open world. But it's, like, a little bit of column A, a little column B. But what's really the difference between open world or sandbox? I <clears> mean, <throat> sa I think the basically the definition of sandbox, you have your, you have your territory. You can just free explore it and everything takes place within this area. Like Batman Arkham City, you know the territory of Arkham City. Arkham City doesn't change much. You use different layers through different buildings and stuff, but it's always like the same area. But I guess this would be more, it could be defined as more open world because you have your three area, your three zones and you can freely move between them as the story progresses. But uh, it's, def it's definitely an adventure where you can explore you know, the world. And yeah. if you see a place, you can pretty much go to it. Uh, character gets to roam mm. around, world doing almost whatever the hell they want, in a sandbox. On the other hand, would be comparable to Halo, where the were designed for on-the-spot thinking and multiple combat scenarios. Okay, so... It's definitely more open world. Yeah, it's open world. Yeah, it's more open world. It's just, it's, mm. I kind of think, I was looking at it, I'm like, well, you kind of have your, your defined area where you're, allowed, where you're able to explore it. Yeah. And, like, it, it is the map, but, like... Because it's not like where there's the areas are almost. It's not where the areas are like levels. Yeah, you know, which yeah. I think is what they mean by sandbox. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Uh, I last time I was playing, I basically spent most of it, one going and getting that harvesting. Um, the charm of Inari at yeah. Arrow Peak Shrine. Yeah, I got like I got that, and then I spent the rest <clears throat> of the time just hunting for a blacksmith. I was like, I need a blacksmith. Like, I think I finished one of the missions. I think I finished the a couple of missions. The best place to go for blacksmith that early on in the game is just go to the Golden Temple. Mm. Okay, I did not. They have that. a bower, a, a blacksmith, and... Well, I mean, what are they called? Yeah, they are called blacksmith. Bower, blacksmith, yeah. and they have a uh, armor. Okay. But they don't have a trapper there. Okay, I, I just really need a blacksmith so I can upgrade my sword. I think that's my main thing. I was kind of getting my yeah. ass kicked last time. And I don't want to blame it on the fact that my sword, my sword was not upgraded, but it could have been because my armor and stuff was not upgraded. Yeah. But I did do the mission to get to get the bow. So I have the bow, and then I went was trying to find the... Do you like Sensei Ishikawa? Yeah, he's pretty cool. I think he's, he's pretty, cool, he's too. He's pretty cool. I, I love <laughs> his acting in that game. He did a I great job. I got the uh, water dragon <clears throat> sword. Oh yeah, I like sword skin. So the I one where it. it's like in that nice cloth. Yeah. Oh my god. That I is a really cool. I one. love it so much. So, yeah, I picked that up, finished that mission, got the bow. I unlo I did enough to unlock the water style. Yeah. 
So that's the one that's good against shields. Mm -hmm. And probably one of the coolest styles, too. Yeah, so I've just been, like, I was just <clears throat> going around, running around, like, doing things, exploring, because it's an open world game. I'm spending most of my time exploring until I, like, feel like I absolutely have to push on with the story. There's so. a lot you can do without progressing the story, but yeah. I think progressing the story is also a really great thing, too. Yeah, it'll probably, like, help me unlock more <clears throat> things and make everything a lot easier, so I'm not, like, forced my throat. I'm just... Without getting too much into spoilers, once you get into, like, the middle of Act 2, mm -hmm. that's where, like, that game is, like, just so good. Like, okay. everything comes together. Alright, I'll start. I'm gonna start, like, I'll probably play some more story stuff next time I play. Next time I play, I'll definitely <clears throat> stream it, and by the time you get this, I might have already been more regularly streaming it, and so, well... It happens. Yeah, Act 2 is really good. I really like how they gave the game three different acts with, like, yeah. an objective, like, a main objective for this part of the mm -hmm. game, and then this part of the game, and then this part of the game. And the story just feels really cohesive. Yeah, it's almost like, like, The Witcher 3, like, I'll compare, I compare most RPGs to, Witcher, to The Witcher 3 anymore, because at the, after, like, it's feel like, it feels like in a post-Witcher 3 world, the Witcher 3 had such an impact on, like, RPGs that it's almost like, okay, that's kind of, like, the cornerstone of RPGs right now. And moving forward, like, since its release, it's like, okay, The Witcher 3 did so much, like, of, like, defining what an RPG was, especially what an open-world RPG could be, what it could do. To a point now where, like, I feel like that's, like, that's the... I don't want to say the like, yeah I already said the cornerstone but like the that's the that's the like, that's the how was the phrase I'm looking for that's the template in which I'm like thinking about most things like the the pinnacle you mean no, maybe like the pinnacle but like it's basically <clears throat> like okay how does this stack the, up to the, like, like epitome yeah the like almost like the epitome basically <clears throat> so it's just like how does this stack up in comparison to everything that I loved about The Witcher 3, which may be unfair to other games because, oh, this game is not The Witcher 3. Well, The Witcher 3, you're right, it was really impactful. Even though I haven't played very much of it myself, like, yeah, it was extremely impactful and did kind of bring about almost a new age in RPGs. Yeah. I mean, Skyrim 2, but The yeah. Witcher 3 really... It's, like, basically because I... Cause bring it laid cause... its nuts on the table. Yeah, because it's, like... <laughs> Because I think the story's not, like, really divvied up into acts unless you consider, like, act one, not really act one, it's, like, your first intro, like, it's really just the intro is, like, that whole, is that first town, uh, White Orchard. Yeah. And then from there, you're, like, okay, you gotta go find Siri. It's not, like, it's not act, so it's, like, okay, you got part one, Velen, which you, you, can, you can choose whichever one you do first. Normally, it's, like, Velen, and then I Novigrad, I want to say it's just Novigrad area. I think it might have a different name. And then from there, you move on to Skellige. And then at that point, you're like, okay, finish that. Then you get a lead on Siri and you find Siri. And then you kind of like turn her and you get to like the turning point in the game. Like by the time you get Siri, you're probably you're later in the game, but you're not quite at the end. You have so much more left to do. That's definitely like where I consider, okay, act one. Like I consider like finding Siri the either the end like the end of Act One. There might not even only be like two, two or three acts. Like Part One, find Siri. Part Two, save Siri. Basically, is like just solving the mission of why she's in hiding and why you're looking for her all over again. So, kind of like that. It's like basically, but like 
I don't know. It's like very drastically different because the way I see Ghost Tsushima is like you have three sections of the island, and each section of the island is a different act. Yeah. Where, with The Witcher, you're going through three whole like areas in in just one act of the game. Which even one of each one of those could technically be its own act because you have the main story, which would be you're out the uh, out to find Siri, and then like part one, like. The main mission for the first area is you're helping this baron. And then once you're done with that, and you're like, okay, now I'm, inv- now I'm exploring this area more. And it's really like, okay, so she's been around here, and you're just kind of following a trail, like solving this mystery. And like, okay, Dandelion's got her, but where's Dandelion? Now I'm going to find Dandelion. And he's yeah. going through his own thing. So they might also, like, breaking down anymore, even those could be like, that's part one, part two is that, and then part three is you're doing whatever you're doing in Skellige. And then going from there. But this isn't Witcher 3. This is Ghost Tsushima, yet again. I keep getting off on tangents. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like, <clears throat> I guess what I mean, though, is, like, they're actually distinguished yeah. acts where, like, there are certain story points that happen, and it literally <coughs> says on the screen, like, act. <coughs> yeah. Because like, I don't really know much about the missions, but the way I'm thinking about it is, okay, okay, you got... Like, the main story of the game, stop the Mongols. Stop what's what's the fucking... Kotun Khan. Yeah, Kotun Khan. You're, like, you're stopping Khan. That's that's your major plot. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, I don't know if there's, like, any, like, ma- like subplots that happens between Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3, which all lead up to the whole deal. Well, sort of, yes. Like, uh, the characters that... So, Act 1 is Rescue Lord Shimura. And... Mm-hmm there's, like, you need to get help from Yuna, you know? Okay, so... And Lady Masako, and Sensei Ishikawa, and um, Ryuzo. And they're gonna help you rescue your uncle. So all those other characters have their own side stories, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, different things you can do to help them. Okay, so... As least spoiler as possible, if it's a simple yes or no. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so with the... What's her name? Moscow? Lady Moscow. Yeah, Lady Moscow missions and the uh, Isika- uh, Ishikawa. Yeah, Ishikawa yeah. missions. They're like part one of whatever. Part yeah. one of whatever. Are those? Do those keep moving throughout each chapter? Or is it just like these nine missions are just act one? These nine missions no, are just act one? No, it's like there's some... You can get, like for Lady Moscow, for example, she has, I think, nine. Mm-hmm. I want to say or, like, eight or nine different things. And you can only do, like, the first four, I think, in Act 1 or 5. Okay. Because basically, I'm at the... <clears throat> My main thing is, is, like, I want to do everything on the first fucking section of the, of the island before I even move to Act 2. And you can do it that way, but, I like, you can do it the way I did, too, where, like, I just did whatever interested me, and then after I beat the game, I would go back and finish those character stories to the point where, like... It makes sense either way you do it because there's side quests that don't necessarily tie into the main thing, like the okay. main overall story. So, and the way that they even do it too, like so for example, my third playthrough that I started recently, I did the thing that you're doing. I did all the Lady Moscow tales that I could mm-hmm. before I ended Act One. Okay. And what happens at the end of that is like, okay, well, 
You helped me a great deal. Now it's time for me to return the favor. I'll be around when you need me. And in the meanwhile, I'm going to try and do this, that, and the other thing to, mm -hmm. like, you know, find out more about my family's killers. Okay, so basically if I do those right now, that's not going to push me into the next act. It won't push you. Yeah, there's no way to push you into the next act unless you actually do the main quest. Okay, because I'm not, at this point, like... Looking at it, I can't even tell what the main quest is. I have those two stories, and that's like, that's what I got going on. Uh, and I think that's sort of a good thing, too, that like you can't tell. You will be able to tell a little bit later on. It's just because you're new to the game. Mm. But And the game completely did a 180 on me when I logged it. That was just weird. <laughs> but, yeah, so like the whole purpose of the main story is rescue your uncle lord shimura mm -hmm. but you can't do it alone because in the first like you know hour of gameplay you obviously try yeah. and can't do it so you're trying to get other allies basically to help you rescue him mm -hmm. so when you're helping lady masako you're helping yourself because okay like, she's going to, in turn, be there for you when you need her at the castle. Okay. <clears throat> okay, that makes me feel a little better. Just, like, one second. I'm trying not to cough. I'm, like, too close to the mic. <clears throat> Basically, I'm just, like... Spicy curry, dude. Yeah, just, like, uh, playing through, like, open-world games, I've gotten very accustomed. Like, I'm, like, like, easily identifying that's the main quest. I'm literally doing everything I can, and I'm doing that last. Well, when you open it up, too, if it says, like, Jin's Journey or whatever, yeah. and then <clears throat> it'll say, like, you know, other tales and then mythic tales. Okay. And that's how you... Which you should definitely do the mythic tales whenever you can, too. Okay, because I just like going and doing everything. Like, <clears throat> my time... It's like, literally, the when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, I that's exactly how I attacked the game. I attacked the game. I'm, like, trying to do everything I can attacking each little like area as i could and i still haven't played the dlc for that game but like as i read by the time i reached the end of that game i've done everything to such a degree that i've platinumed the game in one playthrough like that's how like <clears throat> in depth i went into each section each area each quest i was literally doing everything i could before i would move on with the story and move on the story right up to open up a new area yeah and then get to the point where i can not worry about the mission and freely explore the area and then once I knew, like, okay, this is it, this is the final showdown, I just went and started mopping up as much yeah. things as possible. Which was lucky, because there was very, like, <clears throat> there was parts, pieces you need to unlock in armor, which were locked in certain story parts. Like, if you weren't, didn't get it at this before this point in the game, you weren't going to get it afterwards. <clears throat> which I really lucked out, because I grabbed that stuff purely my, by mistake. There was, like, one of those things that I got within the first ten minutes of the game... Maybe, maybe, maybe more than that. Like maybe a half hour to an hour, simply because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go off the beaten path and go this way, even though clearly I was still like kind of in a tutorial. Yeah. I just kind of like went and turned turned left and went my own way. I'm like okay, obviously I'm not supposed to be here yet, and it was like through that way and seeing something I wasn't supposed to see yet, that I was able to as soon as I knew like okay, tutorial's done, I'm going out. I knew exactly going back for it. I yeah. knew exactly where I needed to go to get this get this thing, and so I got it. And that was like one of the story lock things. If I which I moved a little bit forward more, like not like literally, but like a little bit more forward in the campaign, that area was locked to me. Hmm. So, 
It's just I I've just gotten to this habit of like spelunking and getting everything and there will be doing areas everything. that become locked in Ghost of Tsushima too, mm-hmm. but they don't contain anything that's like of that importance. Okay, like <clears throat> it, I don't know. That's just how I. But yeah, that's just how I've become with. The story RPGs. is just so incredible, though, with Ghost of Tsushima. I really like that you're kind of faced with a choice mm-hmm. a little bit, and, like, you have to make the hard choice and, you know, go against your samurai code to mm-hmm. save the people of Tsushima. Yeah, and I'm, I'm honestly... There's a very big decision that's made at the very end of the game. Mm. and it, it's just incredible it impacts the ending and I mean well, mm. we all we both know how I have been playing the game strict samurai no sneak we walk headfirst into every encampment and just declare our presence and then chop down doors there's nothing wrong with that either I mean the samurai style of playing is very fun <laughs> um, so is like the more ghost style yeah uh, but like, my first playthrough, I definitely used a mixture of both. Yeah. Like, it just depended on what I felt would suit me in the moment. And I think that's, like, the best way to play it. Is, huh. And that's, like, what made me feel, like, the most, like, Jin Sakai. Is, like, I'm going to use what I have to to make, to win. Okay. Whether it be honorable or dishonorable, doesn't matter. Interesting. Interesting. I just do what I have to. Interesting. I know I. <clears throat> I want to take credit to the one game that like helped me because I was never one for like sneaking in video games and I wouldn't really do it very often. But the one game that pushed me to like being absolutely patient while playing it were the Batman games, because I would literally sit there for like thirty minutes in certain encounters where I knew like okay these guys have a bunch of guns they're gonna mess me up if I go down there. I would literally just sit on the gargoyles and just watch them, watch their yeah. patterns. I'm like okay I can take a pick up that guy if he goes that way, and I would just watch. And, like, it literally, like, I would be, I would sometimes just be sitting there with my controller down, just, like, well, just watching the way they moved and, like, yeah. how they interacted. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen if I do this or this or this? And just moving around and, like, taking out one at a time. Yeah. And being as slow and meticulous as possible. And you could totally play that way, too, in Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, so it's just, the like... The charms in that game mm-hmm. allow you... F- to make just such completely diverse character builds. Okay. I mean, like, you can, with all the charms that you can collect, depending on what you equip, I mean, you can really make one that's geared towards stealth, one that's geared towards archery, one that's, you know, and even different styles of archery, too. Like, you can make a build that really favors using the longbow, or one that favors using the short bow Mm -hmm. and getting... Uh, poison damage off with poison arrows. Okay. Um, you can make one that's like just geared towards headshots and sniper kind of thing. That's probably right. the strongest one. You can make like samurai builds where it's all about like gaining as much resolve as possible and just abusing like all the different mythical uh, techniques and stuff that you mm-hmm. can unlock and just being like this just like sentinel of a samurai is there like you any know? kind of like <clears throat> you know there's, again, there's always there's my favorite other... one really quick my favorite one was a ghost build where it was just all about terrifying enemies <laughs> and just watching them run away and then just destroying them now 
as it, they try to flee. Is there a form of flash step in the game? Yes. There's always a form of flash step. Yes. It's called Shiganori's Heavenly Strike, and it's probably the first mythic tale that you'll find. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, is that one of those that's considered a more of a ghost or a samurai ability? Uh, they're just... The, the mythic... Um, are they just kind of like their the own mythic thing? tales are kind of like their own thing? They aren't necessarily one or the other. I guess if you had to, if you had to classify them, then they would be considered more samurai than okay. ghost because they're combat skills. Mm-hmm. I just like how in any form of like, especially like with Japanese inspired games, there's always a flash step. Yeah, well, there's kind of two in this game, so. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll just... There's Shiganori's Heavenly Strike, and there's another one called The Dance of Wrath. I am fine. I like the name. Yeah. there's And then there's... Uh, those are the only two techniques, I, if I recall correctly. You can also unlock a mythical bow that was... Um, the story behind that is that it was cursed by a Tengu. Okay, now... I really enjoy the bow. Not with the bow. I feel like the bow would be more like ghost maneuvers because you're not like staring your enemy in the face. However, you can still use the bow in combat, and many samurai do, like okay. Sensei Ishikawa, who is not a ghost style. Okay, he so is a samurai. So I'm like, I'm looking at him. Hmm. Okay, I'm like, what's gonna? Because I know like you can clear the weather and stuff. But I know like certain actions, like if you do more ghost things, it's more dark and stormy. Yeah. But if you do more samurai well, it things... it depends on... Are you using the bow to kill enemies while you're undetected? Mm, okay. So you know what I mean? So it's whether or not you're, like, doing it while hidden, <clears throat> or what, as opposed to, like, going, hi. Yeah. All right. That's noted. Um, then the thing that I know you'll love is the tale of the unbreakable Gosaku. Okay. And Gosaku's armor is just... It's one of the best armors in the game, especially if you want to do a samurai playthrough. Okay. Because it just... It's you can abuse it so much, just like with what it does, and it revolves around staggering enemies. Interesting, and I've I got I've like the other night, the second like the night the second night I played I, it was it was a little mm. off. But that first night I had those perfect parries just with with the Gosaku. It's like imagine Here's when me. when you hit someone's shield, imagine it taking one to two hits to break through their defense. That's what the Gosaku does. Okay, I'm definitely interested. <clears throat> I'll have to be keeping an eye on And then there's that. another armor, too, and I won't tell you what it is or how you get it, but it really loves the standoff. Okay. Like, you know, when you walk up to yeah. somebody and then... Yeah. It loves when you do that. Okay, okay. And it's really cool. Okay, I'll have to yeah. keep that in mind. I've, I just got, I've just come into fake outs. And I'm like, yeah. watch, it's warned me about fake outs. This dude's gonna get me. Yeah. Like he faked down, I'm like, I almost like fell for it. And then like he went to move again. I, I fucking swung. It was a secondary fake out. And I'm like, yeah. What? You the tip that helped me is to watch their feet. Huh. When they step towards you, you know it's real. Okay. I didn't even see that. I'll have to keep an eye out for that next time. Yeah. It's not an in-game tip. It's just something that someone had said online somewhere that I read. That's a, like, that is really smart. There's a lot of little things that went into this game that made it, like, low-key brilliant. Dude, ser- seriously, yeah. Like, it's it's got high hopes, like, so far for RPGs of 2020, it's probably, like, above, like, it's tied if not better than Borderlands because 
there has been very many RPGs that come out that have gotten my attention this year, but this definitely, well, besides Final Fantasy VII, like, that's not even on a list. That's on its own list. Well, like, yeah, with, it's just, like, consider how fast, this is the fastest selling IP yeah. that, like, PlayStation has seen. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm interested to see, like, because now I'm like, okay, so currently, considering, like, how much I love Final Fantasy VII Remake, and how much I'm loving Ghost of Tsushima, the next major RPG that I know that's coming out that I'm really interested in is Cyberpunk. Dude, yes. Cyberpunk, I feel like that's going to be... I, I don't want to say it, but that's almost... That might be the new gold standard for RPGs when it comes out. It's I, just, it looks like it's gonna be. Because there's so much going on, and yet again, I, I have complete and utter faith in CD Projekt, CD Projekt Red, because they're their history just they're like it's the last game they released was the witcher 3 and i'm like listen it's been a while we're putting out or putting out cyberpunk it's a passion project it's going to be there and it's i think it's going to be extremely strong it's gone through so many it's gone through delays and i'm like let them let it be delayed yeah take as much time as you need make it perfect they're they're definitely coming at us with a masterpiece you can just kind of feel it yes but as for ghost of tsushima i mean we did an episode where I think we talked about, like, the kind of game that we would, like, really love to see. Yeah. And Ghost of Tsushima kind of does fit or, it, it, like, fill a lot of the roles that I was wanting. Yeah, because I didn't think mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima was even announced. It was. Was it announced? Ghost of Tsushima was announced in 2017. Okay, so yeah. it, it, it was announced we just hadn't, like, it hadn't hit our it radar. It just slipped under our radar, yeah. Yeah, and then I know when I first saw it, it was We like, didn't know about it until earlier this year, I think. Yeah, because I know I saw the, like, kind of signs, like, things for yeah. it on uh, Instagram, and I remember seeing the thing, like, seeing the Kurosawa mode, and I remember yeah. sending you the pan, like, the thing on Instagram, like, dude, yeah. this game looks amazing. Yeah. And now here we are, and Ghost of Tsushima is... It's great. Play dude, Ghost it's fantastic. The story is just so good, dude. Like... You just gotta beat it, dude. Like, yeah. I, I really can't praise the game enough. Now, another thing happened recently, which I know it's been on my mind a lot recently. I've watched it maybe once a day, is the teaser for the Batman. Oh, yeah. So, I don't want I don't to switch jump guns real quick, but like... That's fine. It's uh, something I know I was very much like... I wasn't too hesitant. Like, well, I was like really like, okay, Robert Pattinson is like the role of Bruce Wayne and I'm like the part of me that was like kind of like hesitant about it is because I've just grown so attached to uh, Ben Affleck as the Batman just this big imposing figure and I still love it yeah and but that trailer really I'm like okay I'm I'm in and I was having a thought the other day I was like looking at it I'm like well what if they're like pulling a 180 on us and this isn't Bruce Wayne what if it's Dick Grayson what if it's Dick Grayson taking over the cape? That would be really interesting. Like, it could, it might not be the case. It yeah. could even be the same universe as. It's probably not, you know. But as Batfleck, but uh, one thing that I missed in the trailer, which I don't, I think you missed, you missed too. So we've seen something that might be the Riddler. Yeah. We've seen Catwoman. You know, we there was a penguin in that trailer. I didn't notice that. With Colin Farrell playing penguin. Really. Yeah. So uh, for those of you, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to vote, but yeah, so Colin Farrell, well known actor, has been a lot, like, especially oh, yeah, yeah, in the new, kind of, uh, okay. like, Fantastic Beast movies. He was it, like, he's, he's in the trailer, I didn't think he was in the trailer, 
until like I saw an image of him, and like that's yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's him. Let me here. I'll turn on the display capture here for everyone. Uh, give me just one second. Oh man, that's a tiny ass picture. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Just leave it like that. That's probably fine. Uh, let's see, this might work. Okay, there we okay. go. So I'll turn on the display capture now for everyone. Uh, there we go. Boom. Okay, so. Oh. What? Technical difficulties? Okay, never mind. The display capture's decided it's not wanting to work. Uh, okay, alright. Okay, we are doing things right now. Okay, we are somewhere, and this is a nightmare. I think we screwed up. <laughs> We're back. Okay, uh, we definitely screwed up. Okay, either way, we screwed up. You're going to have to enjoy those technical difficulties. I am sure they will be fixed by Dalton. Hello? As, hello. What is happening? Hello is happening. I'm fixing the screen because I fucked it up. Trevor, can you just make this happen already? Dynamax us. Dynamax happening! Okay, or not. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I messed up, guys. I'm, wow, I'm this sorry. Is... Dude, you couldn't... It's literally point and click, and you it, can't do it. Yeah, okay. Either way, I fucked up. I'm <sighs> sorry. Either way... Just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. I didn't realize it until I found a... Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, you haven't yeah. heard Joe just cracked his neck, but basically, I didn't realize it until I saw an ad basically pointing out that this was Colin Farrell. Wow, that this is his penguin. I yeah, could, he looks ugly. Yeah, Good I literally, I literally like I was like looking at him and like remember looking at him with my roommate Nugget, and he was like, he goes that could be him. So like he's apparently in the trailer. He pointed this guy out, and I'm like, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, it could be just with a lot of like facial prosthetics, because. Like kind of right there is where I see like right yeah. along like the eyes like that eye line but yeah yeah I definitely see it yeah so I'm invested I'm interested the movie has my attention and like just it looks good it looks like it's going to be I don't know it, looks like it, might, it might be the Batman movie I wanted. I've wanted to see it's more like roguelike like it's focusing but has a lot more going on the rogues gallery yeah. and I know uh the director and I think he also wrote the script Matt Reeves released a reading list of the things that inspired him for this movie and one of them was like stuff like Batman the Long Halloween and the Court of Owls and so I'm like okay those are very interesting choices for one a movie that seemingly doesn't have the Court of Owls in it and does not have the scarecrow in it but he also had some stuff with like hush so that could be interesting that guy with the like duct tape around his face that could be hush like that a hush could movie could be fantastic uh for those of you who don't know who hush is hush is basically a villain who's who is i don't remember his like real name but who's basically a childhood friend of bruce wayne that decides he wants to be bruce wayne so he, like, got surgery and everything to make himself look exactly like Bruce. And he tried to, like, take over his life. Wow. That, uh, yeah, and that is... Mm. And that's Hush. 
So there's a really like prolific. I think it was turned into a animated film, but there was there is an old there's a comic book it's all based off of, just called Hush, by Jeff Loeb, drawn by Jim Lee, which is it's it's a classic at this point. But yeah, Hush is a really interesting villain to say the least because it's very much like why is Bruce Wayne doing all this when it's not Bruce Wayne so basically the Hush comic details basically that I think there's a all the, the details are kind of positive, but there's basically a murder that basically that happens and it takes Batman through this journey through his entire rose gallery trying to find him because he's going through all the usual suspects but he's like he didn't. They didn't do it. Like he goes to the Joker, and like he's like Joker didn't fucking do it. He's like, what's going on here? And it eventually turns out to be Hush, hmm. moving in and trying to take over his life. Dude, I want to. I want to read that. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. So. Yeah, I think the Batman looks like it's gonna be pretty cool, though. I can definitely agree yeah. with that. Yeah. So we got the Batman. Yeah, it. we got we got the Batman. We got the trailer for Jim. For uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, or I used Suicide to, Squad. I, I used to not be that big of a Batman fan, yeah. but when I read the Court of Owls, mm-hmm. or like the first book of or whatever of it, yeah, kind of changed my mind. I kind of like Batman now. Yeah, so Scott, <laughs> Scott Snyder does a brilliant job writing yeah. them. It's just like having those moments where, like, because like Scott Snyder really focuses on like the mystery and like yeah solving the case, which was like something that's, I mean, he's a detective. That's something yeah. that's like. I like to have focused on, like I have just started rereading them again, and I just finished uh, Death of the Family, and I'm on to Zero Year, which is a massive Riddler arc. Okay. Where he basically takes over Gotham City and like it gets all overgrown and becomes it's very like, like because I know you've read the Court of Owls and that's very much like it's very dark. Like, the shading is very dark. Like, it's classic, like, Batman. Kind Tone of is dark, too. Yeah. But when you move on to Zero Year, the colors get very bright and vibrant. And it's almost like a different, like, book altogether because it's just such a different, like, feeling and setting. And I'm just clicking through a couple of different images here, like... It's him just kind of figuring out the suit and planning everything out and dealing with uh, the Red Hood gang. Like, it is very much a brighter comic. A lot of oranges and pinks and yellows. And it was a nice nice story when it came out. I also recommend it if you're reading through Batman or want to reread it. It's kind of not really an older story, but it isn't the main line now you have to go back a couple of years to find it It was in the new 52 run so it's like volume four so definitely read i'll read the entire scott snyder run i'm pretty sure i've said this before on the podcast but read the scott snyder run i think you have like i can't like not recommend it even more anymore because i mean they currently uh the book like uh death metal is yeah. is out and that's literally, it's like a crisis level event. Any DC reader know how, much, how big a crisis level event is. And it's basically build off of everything 
uh, Scott and uh, Greg Capullo have built over their past decade or so, writing Batman and drawing Batman. This whole world they built up within the Batman mythos. Wow. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, and then besides besides the Batman and all that, we got uh, the Suicide Squad trailer came out. That looks interesting. It's supposed to have a tone like a 70s war movie. James Gunn's wonderful. Yeah, so, that one I'm not sure about. I guess we'll see as yeah. it approaches how it turns out. Yeah, we got Wonder Woman 84 coming out. That'll hopefully be as good as the first one. The first one was really fun. And then uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which is going to be like a four-hour movie. When does that Wonder Woman movie come out? Uh, or like, what is happening even anymore? Like with movies coming out, can you even go to the theater? No, we, there is no theaters. I don't even know. This is a t- October second, twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. So it's relatively yeah. soon, but this I don't makes know. Makes me sad. It's supposed to be out in a couple months. I don't know how they're gonna handle the release. Might just release it just on H- HBO Max or rent it. I don't know, like, there's nothing they can really do. Like, we're going back towards, like, a shutdown, so... I know. Like, I know, uh... God, I'm getting a little stuffed nose now. Fuck. I know, uh... You need some more curry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mulan comes out next Friday. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be released on Disney Plus for like thirty dollars, so I have to pay for a movie out of a pay- streaming service I already pay for. Wait, it costs thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. I have no idea how it's gonna work. I have to look into it. Is basically all I understand. It's gonna be thirty dollars to watch it. Dude, I could go to the movies and watch the same movie like three <laughs> times for thirty dollars <coughs> with popcorn. Yeah. So basically, uh, it, yeah. Um, it's like rented re- renting it from like I really don't know like I'm literally googling it right now how's the Milan Disney Club? okay so basically I don't know it's going to be out next Friday mm-hmm. and it's a $30 fee to watch it now I don't know if that's going to be um, going to like be like $30 for like one viewing like or if would be like $30 and you get it for a certain amount of time or like $30 and you own it or $30 and or I hope it's just not $30 oh wait once okay never mind wait how long will I be able to watch it right there I heard I got the answer so sorry guys I'm sitting here speculating about it how long will it be available? So basically, uh, so basically, once you get it, you have you just you just get it. It's yours, as long as you're a Disney Plus subscriber. Oh, that sounds so dumb, dude. Just release it on, like, as a download, you know? Yeah, like, like, why do I have to subscribe to your stupid thing and then pay thirty dollars to watch it? And what if I don't like it? Like, you know? Yeah, I've been paid thirty dollars for something I don't like. Well, Whereas if I went to the movies, like I might still at least have a good time. Yeah, even the, if it's a movie I didn't care for. Let me give you a uh, alternative. I'll pay the thirty dollars and you just come watch it here. 
Well, no, I don't mean yeah. me personally. Yeah, I know, But I, I know. just mean in general. <laughs> Which I'm... Know, like, because... Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I think the idea and everything is just... It's dumb how they're doing this. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know if you could pay me $30. Yeah. You could <clears throat> let me come over and watch it for free, but you would probably have to pay me $30 to watch this movie. Because I just think it's stupid. Something like, how, how they're I don't releasing know. it? Like... I just, I don't really, like, I liked the original, like, Mulan movie, but, like, yeah. all this shit where they're, like, making it, like, real life or whatever, they're, like, having real actors do it and all this shit, like, I just have no interest really in seeing that. I didn't watch the Lion King one that they did that. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch, didn't they do the Jungle Book like that yeah. too or yeah, something? Yeah. And, like, I they did Beauty and the Beast like that, and now they're doing Mulan. And my life has been fine. I haven't <laughs> seen any of those movies. My life's been great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you know? in I'm interested in it just because I, I have my own reasons. I feel like I want to watch it, but it's because I think the movie's going to look pretty good. And I, I don't... I like the take on it, and there's some people I really enjoy in the movie, so, like, I know... That's fair. I know. Jimmy Wong's going to be in it, and I respect that. But, like, and... It's not like I think anybody that wants to watch that movie is stupid or wrong. Like, yeah. it's just like, I don't really care. And I'm definitely, I'm sure shit not going to pay 30 bucks to watch it. Yeah. I, we're just in a weird era where we don't really know how movie releases are going to work. And that sucks. Because it's like, in what, two months, I was, I literally, I was planning on going to see Wonder Woman when it hit theaters. I know. Like, because that movie looked great. Unless by some miracle it does hit theaters, it does hit theaters, and we're so and we're crazy able to go watch Dude, it. Dude, the Wonder Woman Blizzard though at Dairy Queen is so good. Is that bro. a thing? Dude, is that yeah, a it's, is called, that a... it's called Wonder Woman's Cookie Crusher or something like, like a, that. Is it a current thing though? Dude, it's a thing right now. <laughs> I've had it twice. And Jesus. I would definitely have it the third time. I mean, that's the winning recommendation. To they me. also have. An animal cracker one that I ordered out of panic. Frosted <laughs> animal cookie. Okay. I went there with the intention of getting a brownie. Okay. Flavored uh, blizzard. Okay. And I panicked and forgot what I had wanted to do. And okay. I just, like, picked frosted animal cooking cookie because I saw it. Okay. And it ended up being pretty good. Okay. All right. So. I know I really enjoyed those. It's been a while since I've been to fucking... Dairy Queen. I know I uh, was really enjoying what they're like little smoothies, the mango smoothie. Or oh yeah. Do so. Do they have the orange Julius there still? Yeah, uh, I, I think this was this is when me, you, and Andrew went. Like yeah, that didn't ago. we get orange Julius? Yeah, there, they, there was an orange was Julius, it? and there was like another like smoothie that they had. Oh okay. That, that it was really good, but yeah, that's what we went, what we did for a while. I remember that. Yeah, like that was that might have been the last time I went. Like, actually, I think I might have ordered a delivery. Now I want Dairy Queen right now. <laughs> now I want Dairy Queen. I think they're unfortunately closed at this time. Probably. Yeah. But no, I, I will definitely uh, try that Wonder Woman Blizzard. I'm, like, fidgeting with this fucking straw wrapper. That's yeah, I've been fidgeting here. with this chair, too, the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Fucking things are wonderful right now. We have no idea how we're going to see movies. We have no idea what's going on in the world. I'm... We're fucking... Restaurants are being shot back down... We'll, Inside dining's been shut back down. Yeah. Um, going back to a slightly work from home schedule, so you know, mm -hmm. 
everything no one knows what's going on and no one knows how to handle anything with this virus i'm just taking it day by day and going forward i know uh just trying to stay positive i know we're getting back in the habit of playing D &D more which has been wonderful it's been a fucking blessing i've missed can't wait to play saturday yeah being back at the table with my friends and being with everyone and again it's just so fun and now i keep and i don't know it just feels it just feels weird to be doing it again because we hadn't done it in so long now that we're doing it's like here we are what do we do is that we play this game and like i've got so much cool stuff that i've ordered that i'm waiting to come in that hasn't come in because postal service sucks all for like D &D, because i know my new dice have shipped and there's minis that i want to order which and a kickstarter i backed which i don't know when that's going to come but the kickstarter i backed is for a a hell a fifth edition hellboy supplement so it's just all going to take place in our world and add like hellboy style characters and allows allows everyone to work for the bprd like even comes with a pre-made uh lobster johnson (laughs) character nice and has kind of like come with like hellboy style character sheets so like i am all about this right now that sounds awesome so i think i backed it on the highest levels i could that's not a retailer i think it's going to cost me like it was like 98 euros but like 150 our dollars or something like that some it's gonna be like 150 dollars my cost but it's i'm gonna get like a dm screen like 30 miniatures a bunch of character sheets all the books like other adventures and i'm really looking forward to it like i think it's gonna be a really fun setting to play in yeah like just like silly like kind of pulpy adventures yeah I, w- I would be down to try that out for sure. Yeah. So, yep, that's... D&D is great, people. Play D&D. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got more planned for D&D for you guys. Just wait. I'll tell you about it after this. Okay. Anything else we want to cover for uh, today? No, we've been going about an hour. We've been a good wrapping point. We've talked. We've hung, hung out. Okay. Cut. So, uh... Well, guys, it was, it was good just to be back, you know. Running on Empty Podcast. Thought it was us. Trevor and Joe. That guy's Joe. Say yes. hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Okay, thank you. And, uh, you know, follow us on the Twitters. I am Octopus Ink Plots at everything. Just type in Octopus Ink Plots. I got stuff he knows. Let me try to pronounce it a little better. Octo- Octopus Ink Blots. Yep. And I'm ROE Tengu. And uh, I'm on Twitter, and that's like it. And then. Yeah, uh, keep an eye out. I will. Maybe one day after you see this, we'll be streaming something, releasing stuff on YouTube. We'll hopefully we'll have our shit together by then. Yep. Support our podcast. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Yep. I don't know if subscribe the, if you would like to do that. I, I don't know if by the time this comes out, if we'll have merch. If merch is a thing anymore, we used to. If we don't, I'm sorry. I just plugged it. Times are weird. Stay safe. Love each other. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Pet your dog. <laughs>